The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. No secrets, please. This touches is the five me. count. Touches me deep. Just, I was just wishing I could. What? What's wishing happening I, Wishing here? I procured some of this. I, I would love to own some of this beautiful art. Yeah, that we're surrounded, surrounded by. by. It's hey. wonderful. Hey, mm. you're currently surrounded by great radio, so pay attention, would you, Tom? Here That's we are. Art. That's the art, baby. Hey, it's wonderful. the five count. How you doing? Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. If you're not, okay, Ton, it's, you can tell me. I'm doing great. Front desk Rachel is here, and that's probably just the highlight of my week, my weekday, my week, my month. Wow. For a long time. This is, uh, yeah, I haven't, since I haven't the last been here time since she the 4th of July. I was here, I think, 4th of July show. Wow. When we celebrated. Uh, America. America. Celebration. Was yes, 4th of, of July. Is that a Boy Scout Burl Ives Oh, don't play coy. Was that before that? I- yeah, I know you were impressing your bingo friends with that <laughs> nugget. I know, right? <laughs> that patriotic podcast. Totally. It was good stuff. Ton, I am so excited for tonight. <laughs> I don't think you even understand exactly what's about to take place. I have no idea. Please tell me. Well, see, Ton, you said this is like the best week and month and time of your life and it's about to get better and i'll tell you why because tonight on the program we have an exclusive interview no way with roger earl he is the drummer and founder for fog hat whoa dude what yes we will take a slow ride and we will take it easy oh wow tonight on the show dude wow this is this is kind of blowing my mind right now fog hat are you serious i thought it might dude ton is a fool for the city I really am. A lot of people don't know that. That's pretty serious. <laughs> yeah. I've I've often been blown away, but I'm I'm really impressed. Wow. Foghead. Foghead. Looking Dude. forward to that. Man. They've got a new live album. It's called Eight Days on the Road. If you listen close, you can hear Ton screaming. <laughs> screaming his fool head off. <laughs> Dude, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. How many of the members are still alive say, and in really the band? He, I think he's the only one from the original group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 50 years of Foghat. Mm-hmm. Ton's been a fool for the city for a good, I'd say, uh, three-fourths of that yeah, run. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> My entire life. Only four-fifths, maybe. A good 40 years. Not yeah, good with yeah, fractions, yeah. but it's been a long time. He's been a wow. fan is what I'm trying to wow. say. Right? Wow. Right. 
This is going to be awesome. That means this show is going to rock. Well, sadly, Ton, and I hate to do this to you, but we also have a tribute that we have to uh, pay yeah. tonight yeah. to uh, Five Count alumnus Tom T. Hall, yeah, who uh, passed away last week, I believe. But since we record these shows uh, several months in advance, we were only able to get to it now. Sorry yeah. about that. It's kind of a bummer. Thanks a lot, Obama. <laughs> the show's still going to rock, though. We're not allowed in the studio, so that's... Uh, I know. <laughs> ton if you just wear your damn mask. Right. Maybe we I can do. be more topical. I wear a mask every day, and it's very topical. It's right on my face. Bad boys of public radio. <laughs> <laughs> what you going to do? Yeah. If you just get a new job, then we'd have some studio access. <laughs> Come on, Dust. Listen, I'm excited to be here. I think this show is going to rock. I think you rock in particular and look very handsome, and I appreciate it. Are you talking to me? You look good in black. Yeah, you look good tonight. Do I look like uh, fat Johnny Cash? No. No, you look sharp in that hat. Sharp-dressed man. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And hunky. You know what? I did not know until recently that the non-bearded member of ZZ Top's name was Beard. I I don't know how I didn't know that. I, I just... Just thought of that. Just it's kind of weird. Of trivia. Isn't it? It's kind of yeah. weird. It's strange not to know that. I mean, it's fine. I laughed when I found out. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I just feel like I should have heard that before. Yeah. yeah. Can we huh. pull the mic closer to your beard so we can hear you a little bit better? There we go. Rachel does not have a. Oh, beard. I do. You know, now that we're back under the mask at work, yeah, I've just stopped waxing. Yeah, time. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's theater of the mind. I'm painting a picture here. Yeah. You know what, though? Here's the thing. I hope this isn't offensive, but I think you would actually look really good as a bearded lady, like if you're in a circus. Wow. Thank you. Okay. You would. Good. Great. You know cool. what I'm saying? Cool. All right. Is it the shirt? I mean, I don't know, right? Yeah. It's all, it would be fine. <laughs> it would be fine. It's fine. <laughs> Did I tell you that... When you bought that shirt, Front Desk Rachel has a five-count t-shirt I, on. I did. It arrived yeah. this yeah. week in the uh, mail. When you yes. buy one of those, my good friend and hetero life mate, Ton, receives roughly 13 cents. Oh. 13, 13 cents. 13 cents? I was... I was or was nothing. Okay. If you get it on sale. Well, they told me. I received an email saying that the creator has been paid. Oh, wow. So... If you, I swear, to, I swear, if you get it on sale, I get nothing. I don't get an email. I don't get anything. So a lot of times, okay. there's been people that have been like, "Hey, I bought some shirts and all this other stuff," and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, you're great," you know. Okay, I, it's fine yeah. though. Yeah. It's fine. I'm not trying to. Right, you're not doing it for the big bucks. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why I'm doing it, and it's going to pay off eventually. <laughs> it's pay off. I'm almost twenty years in. We're going to strike it rich at I'm some point. Super impressed. We're going to. I'm going to be the next uh, Imus. Oh, or one of those guys, or Al Travis, one of the big wigs. <laughs> Al Travis. <laughs> what? What? I'm gonna make it. Okay. Uh, listen, I support Tom, you. Be nice to me, or I won't take you with me. I support you, Dust, and how whatever you need, wherever you need support, mm-hmm. I'll be there. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Just for you. We've got some five count mailbag questions, and we've got some insight from front desk Rachel. Exciting got some times. lounge music. Yeah. I ate I a lot like, of ice cream before we came on, I, which they tell you at Brown you should never do, but ton forces me to. We do it every week. Did you, did you attend Brown? And we're fine. Uh, no. No. that. When did that close down? I was surprised to work with, uh, I, I seem to be right on the edge there. You know? If you would have not said no just then, the amount of time that you've spent talking about Brown over the years, anyone would 100% believe you that you've been to Brown. You should have just stuck with it. 
Does that impress you? You could put brown <laughs> on your resume, I think, maybe. I thought maybe if I told people I wasn't formally trained, they would say, wow, I had no idea. <laughs> That's amazing. You're so How, professional yes. sounding. Well, yes. you have been formally trained, but I mean, is... By whom? Is MSU like more reputable than brown that's the question well i don't remember did, did you study communications or mass communications at MSU? yes but none of that involved anything with the radio sure because that was a dead medium even 20 years ago did you <laughs> did right did you ever um were you ever on what was it called krnr no no what a terrible idea that was right krnr <laughs> yeah yeah krnr it was the said it was the, the radio coroner? station I don't remember. K-R-N-R. K-R-N-R. That's weird. Coroner radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was... Yikes. Uh, yeah, he was... Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very, very important. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Super wow. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, um, anyway, you're not... You haven't been to Brown. Do you wish you had been to Brown? Have you visited Brown? Do you know any further details about Brown? Uh, he, not even sure that's a real place. I've just been anymore. saying it. I mean... It's done. I think so. I think it closed about... Like the time I graduated, I mean, high school, like in the 90s. Like 2008? Oh. Yeah. Right. 2008? Yeah, I finally graduated in 2008. I've been faking it. I finally went and got Hey, there's GED. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> finally went and got my You know, GED. I actually do have a GED. I dropped out of oh. high school and I got my GED. You know and what? then I went on to college and graduate school. And a year of nursing school, too. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Good for it. you. I didn't like nursing school. Was it okay. the helping people? You I don't blame yeah. you. Yeah, I work... Better with bunch of whiners, cadavers. You know, I worked Mm. with cadavers, and then the live folks, the really sick. Yeah, they're just. You did work with cadavers. Yes, I was the education director for a company called Premier Exhibitions and Jam Productions. Maybe you've heard of Bodies the Exhibition. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, that was my show. Been there, I saw it. Yeah, really. What? Yep. Yep. That is awesome. Yes. Yeah. That thing was really literal brainwashing. I've got pictures of me in the. Bathroom, you like washing plastinated, hanging out with mummies and stuff. Yeah, well, like fetuses. Ah, Todd, we need a mummy on the show. Yeah, when I interview uh, or just to hang out. No, kind of like um, (laughs) just as like a mascot, right? Like a weekend at Bernie's kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah, just prop them up. I don't know if you noticed, but we filmed. We filmed the two camera setup the other day, and now we're thinking about doing it constantly, and a mummy would really help. That would that. really look good. Actually, I would just like to not be on camera, and you can just have the mummy. Yeah. Because people won't know. Hey, hey, I'm a mummy. Okay. That sounded good. I believe <laughs> that was really believable. Someone needs to- Like, your lips didn't even move. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now, uh, I remember when I went to that exhibit- there was a there was like a secondary part that was all like it was all like black walls all around it and it was like going here at your own risk and then once you went in there it, it was you fetuses. never came it out. wasn't going in at your own risk it said if you don't want to go in here here's what you're about to see this yeah. is the reproductive and and fetal development gallery so you're gonna see you are way more fetuses yes. between well I was a, right I trained <laughs> you were the no person sense. yes I was the, I was. Literally training wow. dozens and dozens and hiring people to talk about dead bodies to the you know, masses. I just have to say that I think you're a fascinating person. I am. <laughs> you really are. Do you have all the uh, stuff There's from the exhibit in your garage? No, she doesn't. No, but you know what? When oh, I was working the, I don't remember what city. Uh, anyway, there was one of the people that had my job, but she was in like, like Sao Paulo, Brazil or something. She had taken one of the livers or one of the internal organs 
to be cool. Anyway, it was a huge international, like Interpol got yeah. involved. Yeah. Like, yeah, we are not allowed to mess around with human remains. No. Yeah. Did yeah. she eat There are it? lots of rules. No, she was just trying to be edgy and take it to a party or something. I did that with a human uh, mandible once. Wow. I mean, it had its teeth missing. I didn't know why I was going to take it to my dentist to have it x-rayed. My professor knew. My dentist freaked out, though. Really? <laughs> I should have warned him. I like, pulled it out of my purse in a baggie. Would you mind x-raying this? He did not like it. Really? Yeah, Just because it I was, was young. Like, I wasn't thinking, okay. you know. I mean, like, when you're young, you Yeah, but how do you handle that? You, like, call ahead and then he'd be more comfortable or I think what? so. I think I should have asked. Yeah, of course. Of course, you know. Wow. I was hoping I was going to get pulled over or something. <laughs> 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 Imagine. Yeah, oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yikes. Anyway. That was a cool thing. I can't believe it. We have to, I feel like so we did you go to in the fetal development? That. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Did, yeah. I did. Yeah, pretty cool, right? I'm not really, like, bothered by too many People things. would get so angry. They're yeah. like, you must work for Planned Parenthood, and you are telling me lies. This is too small, or this is too big. Or people have these ideas, yeah. and they just know. And when met with actual reality, reality yeah. um, they get really mad. So we had all the comet books at the end. I have a good Do you? booklet of my very favorites that you I still have them over the years. Dude, some of them I are frightening. Like, I got to bring them in. There's some yes. of them are really. Oh, I kept the crazy ones. Yeah, you need to bring it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. this is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we used to have bets like, what would we have more of that week? Perverts or passouts? Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Perverts. In you there? can be both, right? There was perverts. Rarely, am I weird? Rarely, rarely was. Oh yeah. I'm not in the. I'm in the minority. You're saying, yeah, dude. Why? Uh, so where were you working? Where were you physically working? Sometimes I would be in a back office doing administrative stuff. In the pyramids, and were you I would here? Be, oh, um, I had a show at the Mall of America. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a show in Washington D.C. Yeah. Uh, what year was this? It went on for quite a while. At the mall? No, uh, I mean like. In general, that show. Oh yeah, right. A dozen years. I, I feel like I saw it. There at are still the, there are two permanent ex, uh, Las Vegas and New York still have a show. Okay, I thought I feel like I saw it at the, um, the science, science museum. museum. That's Gunter von Hagen's art show called Body Worlds. So okay. uh, same process, different message and showing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see your exact thing. Maybe I well, did separately. Well, the way you describe the fetal development yeah. gallery with the black scrims, that is our show. That's definitely ours, not not Body Worlds. So, so maybe I saw maybe it, at the, saw it at the Mall of America then, yeah. Or you were in a different city. You could have been I, Chicago or D.C. Maybe you were traveling. I think I really did see it twice, honestly. I think I did yeah. see it twice. Well, we were right across from Hooters on the fourth floor. So and that was that's what, great yeah. placement. Great placement. Yeah, yeah. And the first one I remember, um, that, that makes sense. I bet you I saw it. A second time at the mall, and that's where I went in and saw the fetal I- exhibit. Because at the science museum, I had children with me, and okay. we didn't bring them into the mm-hmm. fetal mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. And we were playing with the kids at, you know, in the science museum stuff. Sure, sure. Just take them through like the respiratory smoker stuff instead, or <laughs> you know, the adipose tissue. Or, yeah, yeah, right. Whatever. <laughs> take them through all that stuff. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. So okay. You were at the mall. I could tell you some Patreon stories about that. I'm not, wow. not, yeah, they're, ooh. Okay, yeah. okay, we should do that. We should do Thank that. Thank you so yes, much. Yes, I will. <laughs> Just like Luis will give you another dollar. It's like yeah. a little onion over here. Yeah. Just That's what my boss calls me. Layers yeah, upon layers. Yes. 
It's wonderful. Feel yet another weird job I've had. Um. So, do you know anyone that's that's also like an onion where the layers keep peeling? I've been called the onion before, but I don't know that I'm a true onion. I mean, I suppose that. Do you know all some people? Of us have more to. I mean, even someone I've known a long time. Can let me still offer. Let me elaborate. What I'm getting generally, at, Tondo. What I'm getting at is when you when you know when you meet a person mm-hmm. that is the onion, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and you're you're amidst you're amidst like peeling some layers. Like the mm-hmm. the person we have gotten to a a, a a place like tonight where pungent the person has peeled another layer, mm-hmm. and you have seen this this other like pearlescent beautiful layer of this person and and what they've done in their lives, mm-hmm. and then you suddenly get that feeling of like. Boy, I hope that she's like a really huge onion because I don't want the la- I don't want to run out of layers. Because then what happens once the layers are done? And then what? It's yeah, just this what? shiny, stinky little pearl making yeah. you cry. Yeah, right? yes, making you cry because you just have to rehash all their <laughs> cool what stories. Said. But you're uh, rehashing them. You know what I mean? Damn. It if won't you'd like really to, matter, if you'd though. like to see me in action, you can if check you out keep rehashing, uh, TLC's Mall Cops Mall of America. Season one, episode fourteen. You're in there. I am. I am. Dude, I am showing the mall cops my my dead body show. That's another Easter egg mm-hmm. to your onion. Mm-hmm. So you can watch that. You're like on a different level. Mm-hmm. Serious. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not from around here. <laughs> <laughs> Understatement. You know. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> All right. Good. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Maybe we should play some music. Yeah. Let's take a break. Hey, I got a great idea. <laughs> oh wait, let's let the host i'm not really the host I'm you just, really are you're the, you're the i producer. didn't even go to brown <laughs> <laughs> i'm like a we like eat ice cream before we go on <laughs> mostly just because i have Show bad so much breath. we know <laughs> not real oh. not many layers just in halitosis yes <laughs> all right what's your idea there uh my idea ton is that Five Count alumnus Tom T. Hall has died, and we were going to yeah. play some music from Tom T. Hall. And I yeah. don't mean to be talking about mummies and mandibles and onions <laughs> and then bring up a tribute show to a dead man, but that's uh, where we've come here now. Wow. Thanks a lot, Tom. Well, He's, let's do it. I appreciate you. Too. And you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, when I was a kid, I listened to the, one of my staples, I'll say. It was on vinyl. I know the people out there appreciate that. That's important. Tom T. Hall's Country Songs for Children. Mm. Did you listen to that as a kid? No. I, I am familiar with that Sneaky album. Snake. I don't know. Yes, yes. Fox of Fox Hollow. Yes, yes my, my grandparents had One-Legged wow. Chicken. Mm-hmm. One-Legged wow. Chicken. Uh, Are I you say, play that? Let's just play the whole damn thing, right? <laughs> hey, don't get coffee on your new five-count shirt. He's playing the whole thing. Thanks can, to you. We can do that, can't we? Absolutely. <laughs> let's do it right give now. Give the fans what they want. <laughs> I love little baby ducks, old pickup trucks, slow-moving trains and rain. I love little country streams, sleep without dreams, Sunday school in May and hay. And I love you too I love leaves 
in the wind Pictures of my friends Birds of the world And squirrels I love Coffee in a cup Little fuzzy pups Old TV shows And snow And I Kisses from a child, tomatoes on the vine, and onions. I love winners when they cry, losers when they try, music when it's good, and life. And I love you too. Sneaky snake. Now maybe you won't see him, and maybe you won't hear, but he'll sneak up behind you and drink all of your root beer. And then Sneaky Snake goes dancing, wiggling and a hissing. Sneaky Snake goes dancing, giggling and a kissing. I don't like old Sneaky Snake, he laughs too much, you see. When he goes wiggling through the grass, it tickles his underneath. Well, Sneaky Snake drinks root beer, and he just makes me sick. When he is not dancing, he looks just like a stick. Now he doesn't have any arms or legs You cannot see his ears And while we are not looking He's stealing all of our beer And then Sneaky Snake goes dancing Wiggling and a-hissing Sneaky Snake goes dancing A-giggling and a-kissing I don't like old Sneaky Snake He laughs much you see when he goes wiggling through the grass it tickles his underneath the mysterious fox of fox hollow he doesn't have many friends he hides in the forest behind a big rock. He sniffs with his nose in the wind. And you'll never see him, there's no need to look. He'll hide in the grass or he'll hide in a bush. Sometimes he will run and jump over a log. For he is afraid of your dog. 
the mysterious fox of Fox Hollow. He plays with a foxy old bunch. He comes out at night to steal chickens, and someday he might eat your lunch. You'll never see him. There's no need to look. He'll hide in the grass or he'll hide in a bush. Sometimes he will run and jump over a log, for he is afraid of your dog. The mysterious fox of Fox Hollow. You ask me how I know, though I've never seen him one day at the barn. I saw his tracks in the snow, four of them, and you'll never see him. There's no need to look. He'll hide in the grass or he'll hide in a bush. Sometimes he will run and jump over a log, for he is afraid of your dog. How do you talk to a little baby goat? You can't go meow like a cat. When you go meow to a little baby goat, he can't go meow right back. No, you have to say bad to a little baby goat. You can't say hello like a man. You have to say bad to a little baby goat. That's all he understands. How do you talk to a little baby goat? You can't go cackle like a hen. When you go cackle to a little baby goat, it doesn't mean a thing to him. So you have to say bad to a little baby goat. You can't say hello like a man. You have to say bad to a little baby goat. That's all he understands. How do you talk to a little baby goat? You can't go quack like a duck. When you go quack to a little baby goat, it just doesn't mean very much, and so you can't go meow, cackle, quack to a goat. You can't say hello like a man. You can't go meow, cackle, quack to a goat. Remember, you have to say bang. Stevens, and you're listening to The Five Count here in Mankato, Minnesota. Please stay tuned. One night as I was sleeping, something awakened me. There was a light on in my barn, so I went down to see. I peeked through a big old crack in the door, and what do you think I saw? The animals were having a barn dance right in the horse's stall. And there was the chicken doing the chicken reel and the muskrat rambled on. The old cow did the cow-cow boogie and the rooster crowed a song. A mouse came out of his hiding place and he danced on one leg. 
The old hen got so tickled that she almost laid an egg. They were all dressed up for the barn dance, it made me want to laugh. The rabbit wore a big bow tie, and the pig was a-looking in a looking glass. And the goose danced with the gander, till an old goat butted in. The horse was a-horsing around a lot, until a mare got mad at him. And there was the chicken a-doing the chicken reel, and the muskrat rambled on. The old cow did, the cow-cow boogie, and the rooster crowed his song. A mouse came out of his hiding place and he danced on one leg. The old hen got so tickled that she almost laid an egg. And there was the chicken doing the chicken reel and the muskrat rambled on. The old cow did the cow-cow boogie and the rooster crowed his song. A mouse came out of his hiding place and he danced on one leg. The old hen got so tickled Old Lonesome George the Bassett lived in Brentwood, Tennessee And even though he had his faults, he was a sight to see He taught the show dog puppies to always try and please To hold their heads and tails up and not wet the judge's knee Old George was not a champion, but his owners loved him so They'd drive the car to dog shows, old George would get the go. But when he'd get out in the ring, he never could win first. Several judges shook their heads and said he was the worst. Then one day the kennel keeper got an urgent call from the local TV to Mr. Tom T. Hall. They said Johnny Cash is putting on a show tonight He says he needs a basset You've got one, ain't that right? Lonesome George went to the show And he did everything He barked and growled and jumped around And made the rappers ring He left the people cheering For another curtain call And so old Lonesome George became the show dog after all. I wish I had a million friends And a playground as big as the world I wish I had a million friends Some kittens, some boys and some girls I wish I had a million friends Some people, some puppies and cats Some chickens, a mouse and a bird And maybe I'd like to have a big friendly rat Yeah, I wish I had a million friends 
And the sandbox as big as a school I wish I had a million friends And a frog that could rivet in the pool I wish I had a million friends I'd like to have all different sorts One for the morning, the noon and the night A monkey and a zebra and a big white horse Oh boy, I wish I had a million friends Who would listen and talk to me too I wish I had a million friends The whole wide world and a whole big zoo I wish I had a million friends Who were thoughtful, kind and true I wish I had a million friends And I wish they were all like you Sometimes birds don't have enough to eat There's not enough food in the fields or the street There are too many cities where there used to be trees So it's left up to you and me Everybody loves to hear a bird sing The prettiest music you have ever heard Here's how to make friends with a bird First you get some peanut butter out of the jar And you can buy a bag of bird seed anywhere You mix it all together and you put it on the ground And pretty soon the birds come around Everybody loves to hear a bird sing The prettiest music you have ever heard Here's how to make friends with a bird Some people buy spray and they spray it on the land They kill all the little bitty bugs that they can The birds eat the bugs and it makes them sick I wish we didn't have to do that Cause everybody loves to hear a bird sing The prettiest music you have ever heard Here's how to make friends with a bird Right now you're young and you're not very tall You're really very busy and you're really very small Someday when you're older and things go wrong You're gonna need a pretty bird song Because everybody loves to hear a bird sing The prettiest music you have ever heard That's how to make friends with a bird Hello, this is Tom T. Hall, and you're listening to The Five Count. I love little baby ducks, old pickup trucks. A mink wears a mink coat the whole year around, even when he is not going to town. A skunk has a striped coat, it's pretty he thinks Although we all know he stinks An elephant 
has hide as hard as a rock. A zebra has stripes and a leopard has spots. Sometimes I'm sad when I look at my hide, but I'd rather feel pretty inside. I like to feel pretty inside, don't you? I like being kind and I like being true. I like to like me when I close my eyes. I like to feel pretty inside. Oh, I like to feel pretty inside. If a mink wore a cloth coat the whole year around, if he had to wear it when he went to town, if a skunk had a red coat and smelled like a rose, do you think he'd turn up his nose? If elephants had fur, as likely as not, a leopard would have stripes and a zebra have spots. I guess it would be great to have a new hide, but I'd rather feel pretty inside. I like to feel pretty inside, don't you? I like being kind and I like being true. I like to like me when I close my eyes. I like to feel pretty inside. Oh, I like to feel pretty inside. I like to feel pretty inside, don't you? I like being kind and I like being true. Do you like true stories? I do. That's why I'm singing this song. A song about a one-legged chicken who lives in the straw on the floor in my barn. I remember the day she was hatched out. The vet came to see her and said she has only one leg. She'll never grow up. He said that chick would be better off dead. I said no, let's just let her keep growing. We'll just wait and see how she gets. Before very long, she was hopping and pecking and chasing the bugs with the rest, and now she is a beautiful chicken. Though she has only one leg, when I go to see her each morning, she hops from the nest and she leaves me an egg, and she cackles. Do you like true stories? I do. That's why I've sung you this song. The song about the one-legged chicken who lives on the floor in my barn. When the TV won't work and your toys fall apart and you have a sad feeling deep in your heart, you want to go out. 
but it's raining out there. I want you to know I care. I care. I do. There's no one like you. When they take you someplace and you sit in a chair, I want you to know I care. When you tell a big lie and your parents are mean, when being grown up is a faraway dream, when they're filling your teeth and cutting your hair, I want you to know I care. I care. I do. There's no one like you. I mention your name. When I'm saying my prayers, I want you to know I care. When you have a bad cold and you can't go out, when you sit for a week with that thing in your mouth, when you sleep in the dark and there's something out there, I want you to know I care. I care. I do. There's no one like you, and sometimes I act like a grouchy old bear. I want you to know I care. I love you too much. And we're back. That's how you do it. <laughs> so, what's your favorite song off of that album? Uh, you know, I, I, I pretty much like the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Which one is the most impacting to your childhood? I'd say probably I love because I love. obviously that's how I live my life. You know yeah. that. Yeah. I care. Did you listen mm-hmm. to it with your grandma? Sure. How about your child? That makes do, sense. Do you, do you share that now? You share that album on with the next generation? I'm trying to. Okay. He's got more of like a techno songs you hear while you play Minecraft and Roblox kind of taste right now, which is not my favorite. Yeah, I. I too have a young. Child. Yeah, and I try to say to him, you know, son, um, your old man, he <laughs> used to be a jock by trade. <laughs> so, I mean, I kind of know some things. You know, if you're ever interested in not listening to this complete number two stuff that you love right now, just <laughs> let me know. But no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. It's like your job that number we're trying two. to get yeah. you to. Yeah. Right. That robe. Oh. Mm. Yeah, it's something. It's something. Anyway. Well, let's see what uh, John from New Ulm has to I say, shall we? This. He sent me a text, too. Did he really? What did he say? Where are average products made? At the satisfactory. <laughs> Anybody? Hey, he got a uh, yeah. his COVID shot and did not get sick. Oh, good for him. So he's ready to party. Dude, okay. he took my or advice. Or mingle. Or whatever. Well, uh, John, if you're listening, I got your super sweet Quaker save $2 coupon right here and a free game. What are you talking about here? Are you joking me? A free game? Is it a Tiger handheld? I got it when you purchase three boxes of specially marked Quaker cereal. Ton, you could totally buy three boxes of that cereal that would kill you if you ate it. Yeah. What, what kind of game are we talking about? Dude, I mean, it looks like Not a, a game. Front desk. Of he could die. Trouble. It's a tiny... Oh, it'll be trouble. Trouble. Yeah. Ton is allergic to breakfast cereal. Yeah. Is it? Is it the gluten? Yeah, it's wheat. I'm actually allergic. So you to can. Wheat. So you can eat the the rice krispies. Yeah, I can eat rice krispies. Mm-hmm. 
You need stuff that's made mm. from Can you corn. eat marshmallow uh, ratings? 75 cents off of two M&Ms or Snickers. Try me free. Old El Paso burrito bowls and more 75 to what is this this is essentially my shopping list john how did you know <laughs> try me free nature valley i was Look gonna buy coupons, all this stuff dude. wow and mix it all together in a well, big salad too bad for you because it says letter for me yes uh, i appreciate where's the that letter? oh here i'm a the letter. courier okay. here we go maybe we're, the coupons are for you as payment we're getting to it here let me see would you like to hear what john yeah, i'd like to hear what he has page to one. say about this page one it says justin it's almost 11.30 p.m. So far, no reaction to second shot, comma. Hope, underlined, it stays that way, giant period. <laughs> Enclosed are some coupons and rebate forms for you and Dustin, giant period. Ka-ching! We can share them, yeah. I live about six blocks north of New Ulm, Brown County Fair, and I could hear the band... 70s? Is that what that is? I believe that's 70s. L7, is that like a play on 70s? L7 mm, played I at the Brown County Fair. L7? No, 70s at kidding? my place. <laughs> I might, I, who knows? I might, wait. Giant period. I, I am sending Dave and I Zazi go. Beats a letter. Didn't get to see him when he was in New Ulm. Giant period. Actually, that's more of a, that's a medium-sized period. That's it. The it's movie thing you and Dustin do for five count. Almost wish I could be there for one of the movies. Giant period. Movies are a big part of my life. Medium sized period. Suicide Squad was a bit bloody gory. Gory? Oh, he spelled it twice. Gory. Most of reason for R rating, but movie was pretty good. Hope you watched part of movie during the end credits. Question mark with very giant period underneath mm-hmm. of it extra large mm-hmm. it's got something to stand on if you didn't i can text dustin what it was glad i finally got going with my shots now that the delta virus is spreading giant period king kind of kind of gave up on idea that letter i sent a year ago will be found or forwarded to dustin justin i also always thought dinner was like around noon, supper around 5 p.m. Dude, virtual high five, John. Have a good day, Dustin and Justin. Till next time. That's all number four now, just like Prince. John, what up? John, you are a prince. A little after midnight, August 21st, 2021. That's like a little peek right into his life. Right? You get the classic he format took, uh, of a letter. He took a little over half an hour to write that. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He thought about it. Dust, that's a real it's a real fan right there. You've made a difference. Thank you, John. So have you guys ever considered doing a live, uh, you know, inviting a select number, selling tickets or something and doing a, a live movie? Um, that, you know, basically. Sounds like you'd have at least some people willing to. A person. Oh, um, I, I'm positive we that you, you have at least four fans that would be interesting. Four. We're always worried at that least. anytime we branch outside of the, the norm here, that's a great mm-hmm. opportunity for us to have our egos bruised when nobody shows up. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm fine with that. So I guess it's I'll more speak like, for myself. It's more like our pocketbooks <laughs> bruised by how much we have to pay for that movie to happen. Well, well and that's then what I'm saying. You, know, no you, you can charge up. tickets. Yeah. You know, and that would be nice. Yeah. 
John works at the theater in New Ulm, and he has some hookups, and he's talked to us about potentially that very thing. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm saying we could figure it out. Road trip. To, you know, I just got certified at work, Gustavus, um, certified. to drive the 15 passenger van. Oh, dude, what? This Gus Davis job just sounds so awesome. Road trip to New Ulm. Yes. Mm. Road trip to New Ulm. And watch I've been a movie. sober since February 18th. So I can drive to, you know, the brewery or whatever. Are you, whatever. Are, are you baptized? What? N- no. <laughs> then you can't go. I mean, wait. Um, <laughs> like, have I. Are you asking me if I've been saved or if someone has splashed water on me and said a prayer to their God? I don't know Which what. One? I don't know what the requirements are for okay. the for the university, but. <laughs> just want to make sure we're all kosher it's not, a not kosher it's a like in a, wow. It's a college wow it's college excuse me the question is what movie would we watch that's your question mm. and would we well, film what, us watching what, a movie i know what floyd Chouts would, would vote for what re- summer slam or police academy four emmanuel emmanuel no three wrong guesses <laughs> The anti-Top Gun, it's so much better, and it's got Louis oh. Gossett Jr. in it, and he always just... Yes, Iron Eagle. Wha- yes, Iron I thank Eagle. you, Iron Eagle. He waxes Never poetic about that film yes. and makes me just think, God, damn, this man loves this movie. You know? <laughs> he does. I, he's just, he, he speaks yeah. so passionately about yeah. it. I've never seen it, and he makes me want to watch the film. And You know? You know? We could do that. I, I like I Iron would love Eagle. to hear your commentary. It yeah. would be funny. Let's do it, New Ulm road trip. Floyd Chouts is a passionate guy, really, mm-hmm. when it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The commentary would well, be mostly Floyd Chouts yelling at Ton to be quiet. <laughs> it really would. It really would. I'll sit in the back. It's a good him. idea. Yeah, right? It's a good idea. That'd be fun. I like yeah. that idea. I like that let's idea. Let's go too. right now. <laughs> okay, let's go. But first, we've got to stop it. Well, I told Dustin I met, you know, last time I was here, I had come from Home Depot and met a Dustin. Hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, I went to the mechanic, and his name was Dustin, T-Y-N. What? I know. And I had to text Dustin. I'm like, what These is creepy, going on? creepy vowel Dustins are roaming around. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Yeah. So still, I think road trip around town, just rounding up these weird vowel uh, I take back Dustins. everything I talked about earlier, about the shriveling down to a tiny pearl onion and having no layers left. I, I, you have just explained it. <laughs> It's just you. It's your life. It's like the stuff just, just gravitates to, to you. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. you find the things or the things find you and the mm-hmm. onion just keeps going. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now this you need an O and a U. <laughs> it's unbelievable, really. Yeah, because we've got wow. sometimes Y. So we've got that. that I've never even heard Is of Is there it. a dust ten out there? But most people have never heard of just ton. No, like I never had. No. So... Dude, does that mean I'm part of your onion layers, kind of? No, but your like, new no, son's you're the name. genesis of uh, <laughs> me finding weird vowel Dustins because it matches your just tons. So, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So in it, I mean, you've got regularly named Dustin. Yeah. As your heterosexual life partner yeah. and co-host. You know, when I was meeting with a, a young man earlier today mm-hmm. who had very tight skinny jeans on, which is beside the point. But it wasn't me. He I'm asked pretty me sure to, that was not beside the yeah. point as he made it sort of secondary. Point, yeah. But yes. It was distracting. So why, why, why were you meeting? It was the that? main point. Well, we, yeah, I was we talked about it previously off air, but we were you know having a discussion and he asked me what I thought uh, you know my friends would say about me or describe mm-hmm. me. And I said, I'm pretty sure Dustin would 
say that I'm a great man and say that he loves me very much. And I was just hoping ever since then that I, I would say correct. that. I'd say all that stuff. Thank you, Dust. I would but, say but he's so not going much to. of that stuff. <laughs> I would say. So, and Theoretically, what did, what I would this, say uh, all that. Skinny, skinny jeaned uh, young fellow, what was his reaction to that? I don't recall. Maybe a little chuckle. Oh. And furious writing down of things. Not well, good for you to have a friend who loves you. <laughs> No. Weird. <laughs> All right. Then. Yeah. Huh. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. I'll say it. I think you're a, a wonderful man. Well, thank you. And uh, I appreciate you know, that. I, I love you too. Well, thank you. You know, yeah. You're, wow. you're, right. You know. Listen to that. We are all um, inherently worthwhile, lovable beings. And I love you, Justin. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I love both of you. This is I actually really do. So beautiful. I believe you. I feel the love tonight. Hey, I love because <laughs> you do. You really do. I just want to say quickly, this is really like Cut a, this tension a with high a, knife. a high spot in my in my week, usually when I get to do this show with Dustin. But it does it like does feel extra special when Rachel's on. Cause then it's like a different level. Yeah. Yeah. There's just it's a different more level. Love. Yes. It's just more love. Front desk Rachel, various coupons, right? fog there's, hat. It's all coming together. It's all coming together. And you made, what, 12, 13 cents on this t-shirt. I, I did. That's 90 <laughs> <of> life. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> and who know, uncountable other people's lives being made as you walked around town with it on. Um, yeah, I had doors opened. Gas this station. This shirt opened doors for yes, me. Literally. So... <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Well, can we slow ride into the oblivion or what's happening? Uh, well, here's the thing, Ton. Uh, Roger Earl, founder, drummer for Fog mm-hmm. Hat, is on the five count tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ton is always complaining about how we don't play enough Fog Hat. And finally, <laughs> finally, I've made it happen. And I was like, Ton, I just want to make love to you like Fog Hat. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm very excited about this. I can't wait for it all to happen. Best night of your life. Yes. And we're joined on the phone today by musician Roger Earl. He is the founder and drummer for the band Fog Hat. They've got a new live album out. It's called Eight Days on the Road. Hey, Roger, how you doing today? Dustin, right. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much for joining me. No, thank you for having me. We were just in your neck of the woods. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I, I was hoping to speak with you about that, but I know we got pushed back a bit, but it was great that you guys were able to get back out on the road. Uh, it felt really good to be back out there. And also we played at the at the Moon Dance Jam with um, Todd Rungan with us that night. And Todd, uh, was, we were on the same record label, Bearsville Records, and... Um, Todd helped us out on our first couple of albums. He helped mix some stuff. Uh, he actually played guitar and piano on some things for us. So uh, there was a, and I hadn't seen Todd since 1974, I think. So it was really good to see him. He sounded fantastic, and his band was like unbelievable. So we really had a good time. Moondance Jam, fifteen thousand people, uh, and they were ready to rock. We had a really good time. That's awesome. And I know you've got uh, some other stuff going on here, a new live album, Eight Days on the Road. Can you tell the yeah. listeners a bit about it? Yeah, it was recorded at the end of uh, 19, 
November at Daryl's House Club in upstate New York, Pauling, New York. Um, it was a four-day run for us in like a sprinter van, and uh, they had an incredible uh, recording system there and a five-camera shoot. The club is one of the best sounding rooms I've ever been in. We don't normally get a chance to play smaller rooms. They're usually doing like festivals and theaters and stuff like that. But um, I really enjoyed it. It was like having, uh, you know, four maniacs in your living room. I mean, the people were right there, right in the front row. Um, I was really pleased with the way it sounded. Uh, they had fantastic recording equipment. They had a five camera, high def camera shoot. Um, what really impressed me with the club is that all the people that worked there were like professional um, and really good food, really, really good food. Uh, but it was it was terrific. Daryl's House Club is a fabulous venue. I would go there anytime. That's got to be great for you guys, you know, playing stadiums all those years and, you know, bigger arenas. Uh, you didn't get a lot of chance to kind of get right down there with the crowd, like you mentioned. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was, um, you know, up close and personal. I mean, you could smile at people. They're smiling back at you. Uh, you could actually hear them talking. Well, when if, during songs, uh, uh, they were they were the crowd were real responsive. They they sang along with the stuff. You know, Fulford City Slow Ride. Uh, we did a couple of extra songs that we hadn't played in a while. We did uh, Chuck Berry's Maybelline. Uh, we played uh, play that funky music, White Boy. Brian Bassett, our lead and sly guitar player, who does uh, all our production, produces our records and engineers everything. He was the guitar player in uh, Wild Cherry. So we used to play at sound checks and uh, this four day run. I said, why don't we just do the song, you know, just for fun? And uh, I think it turned out rather well. Everybody loves that song. You know, everybody wants to get up and dance. Sure. Why not? Yeah, I was going to ask you a bit about um, Foghat's lineup now. I know you've been there since the beginning, but you've got a lot of uh, heavy hitters in the band now, too. Yeah, well, Brian Bassett, um, our lead and side player, has uh, been with the band like 24, 25 years. Um, Charlie Hune, our lead vocalist and lead guitar player, has <clears throat> been with us 20, 21 years. That's not, not like a new band. <laughs> Rodney O'Quinn is our bass player. He was with Pat Travers forever. <clears throat> we stole him from Pat about four years ago after Craig McGregor, our longtime bass player, passed away. In fact, Craig actually uh, asked Rodney to be in the band. Uh, yeah, that's the rough part about uh, being here. We've lost so many people in the band, but, uh, you know, I'm going to roll till I'm old and rock till I drop. It's, um, this is what I do. Uh, <laughs> in the famous words of Lonesome Dave, roll till I'm old and rock till I drop. It's... Um, well, I do. I'm not ready to retire. I don't want to retire. I love. I'm not as fortunate a few in this world who gets to earn a decent living at something I love doing. And like I said, the band's been together like over 20 years, so it's not like we're the new kids on the block or anything. Well, and of course, uh, for you in particular, it's been you know 50 years uh, for you with Fog Hats. I mean, this is ah. obviously <laughs> this is it for you, Roger. You're you're in it obviously for the long haul. Uh, yeah, you know it's. Um, I, I love to play as long as, you know, my body will hold up and my hands and feet sort of do the work, you know, because, you know, playing drums, is, there is, like, the mechanics of that. I mean, I practice, you know, I, I always carry my practice pad and pedals on the road. and It was all rough having a year and a half off. I don't think I've ever done that. It's the first time I had a, a summer off since I was 12 years old, I think. But, um, you know, I sit down, I play, but I learn. I don't think you ever stop learning. But, um, 
it's okay sitting there on your own, but the real joy of playing is making music and playing in a band. That's where I get my kicks. You know, going on stage with those guys and just, like, counting it off. I mean, the smiles go from ear to ear. It's, uh, it's a joyous occasion. I know how fortunate I really am. That's awesome. And again, uh, the new album, Eight Days on the Road, is out. Uh, you've got the uh, the album, and then it comes with the DVD of the show as well. And I wanted to ask you uh, about uh, the show and what made you decide to release it. Obviously, you're no stranger to live albums. I think growing up, everyone I knew had uh, Foghead Live. So, I mean, this <laughs> you guys definitely know how to do it. <laughs> um, yeah, well, Foghead's always been... It's always been about playing music. It's never, it was never, you know, we never did, I think we maybe did one show for MTV. We did a, a song called uh, Slip, Tripped and Fell in Love. But it was always a live band, playing live. I, I mean, I remember we, we used to do the stuff um, for a Midnight Special and uh, uh, those shows back in the early 70s. They were fun. And, and I'm surprised they haven't put out, you know, all those, all the film and recordings from them. But, um, yeah, it's all about playing. Uh, it's uh, music. You know, hey, I remember one time I was out in uh, Colorado one time riding my bike and I uh, stopped at this music store. And over the music store, it had this sign that said, without music, life would be a mistake. And I said, huh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, music makes the world go round, I think. And this is this is the land of music, rock and roll, blues, jazz, uh, uh, country and western. Um, it's you know it's um, this is where it all comes from. That's why I, this is my adopted home, anyway. Well, and you've got shows booked through most of the rest of the year. It looks like so. That's great that things are starting to open up, and you, you're able to get back to normal here and, and get back on the road where you belong. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was pretty rough. You know, at that last year it was. Um, pretty scary out there um and we waited until we figured or until everybody in the band got vaxxed and our crew got vaxxed and just to make sure that everything was okay um it's uh yeah i missed it and it's it's good to be back you know we're uh we you know we were we were our masks and stuff and try to sort of keep it as safe the one thing i didn't want i didn't want anybody to get sick because of us because uh, i mean i have a my brother-in-law got uh, COVID, but he had no symptoms, no symptoms whatsoever, but he was a carrier. And that's one of the insidious sides of this, you know, wicked disease, the fact that you can get it. So it's all about protecting each other. Um, and let's hopefully uh, we're uh, over the hump with it and um, everybody gets back and we can get out there and start living again. Definitely. Well, Roger, I know the album Eight Days on the Road is just out. Uh, are you working on any new music? You know, maybe either with Foghat or The Agitators or anything else maybe coming up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we, uh, when we first started rehearsing a couple of months ago, we were down at our studio down in Florida. You know, the band got together. That was really good because we hadn't seen each other in like a year and a half. Uh, yeah, we're working on uh, some new... we got like seven or eight songs we're uh, talking about originals and blues songs and R&B songs. That usually gets the juices flowing, playing some other people's songs and new arrangements for them. And then and we're going to have some guests. Kim Simmons is gonna, from Savoy Brown is going to uh, play on a couple of tracks with us. He's actually written a song for Folkhat, so that should be interesting. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting the juices flowing. We'll go out 
we'll probably do it. We'll start probably sometime in uh, the end of August. Um, we've already been down there. We set up the new board and, and microphones. I tuned the drums. So uh, that should be out maybe late next summer. Awesome. Well, Roger, again, it's been an honor speaking with you. Thank you so much. I'm digging the new album, and hopefully I can uh, speak with you again sometime. All right. Uh, you find out everything about it at fogcat.com. Excellent. Thanks, Dustin. Appreciate it. And again, that was the legendary Roger Earl, drummer for Fog Hat, and the new live album, Eight Days on the Road, is available now.
Hi there, this is Corky Lang calling on behalf of the Five Count Show. Apparently, they play a little of everything, and I hear they even play a little mountain. So I invite you to the Five Count Show and enjoy the music that is in the air today.
Gary Peterson, the drummer of the Guess Who, and you're listening to The Five Count.
And we're back. All, all I really want to, well, you know, well, my favorite portion, of course, is 10 years ago. I'm, I'm always wildly curious. So mm. I'm always looking what, forward to that segment to of what the show. happened back then. What'd you think of that slow ride? Just so good. Taking it's it really, easy. I'm good. really, really glad to see you guys playing more Fog Hat on the show. Yeah. I mean, you've been talking about that it's for a while. It's been a long so, time yeah. coming. <laughs> okay. So, um, I'll, will, I will share. So, I grew up a little bit in the 80s, right? And then I got into... What does that mean? You were born in the late 80s? No, I was born in 1980. Yeah, okay, great. So I grew up somewhat in some of the 80s mm-hmm. that I can remember. And uh, my dad was a motorcycle dude. And, um, you know, second grade, I met, like, a best friend. And we became best friends because we both had motorcycles in second grade. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, cool. Anyways, I got kind of into cars and building engines all this stuff. And I was really into like music of the 60s and 70s, 70s, and it was way more... I was really into Hendrix, and then I started getting into more rock. There was totally a period where I was super into Foghat and like in this fantasy world of like, I built this 350 for this Monte Carlo I'm driving right now, and I'm, gonna, I'm drag racing dudes and like blaring slow ride like it's 1973 or whatever. I was really into it for some kind of period and now he's back Wait, and now and this is back. when you were eight you're telling me no 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 it, that happened what did later. the 80s have to do with this you, you prefaced this oh right? i don't know why i prefaced that you were just saying i think it's because i always I, I don't know if this is true or not but you for weren't me, born in 1973 is what you were yeah saying. i wasn't i wasn't born in the 70s i grew up a little bit in the 80s and but i think t- in my mind i don't know what it was but when i see visualizations in my mind of my childhood, I think it looks like what the pictures that I see are yeah, more like sure. the 70s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think some people get that and some people don't. And mm-hmm. it probably has I think to do with that. Um, where if you, you grew introduce, up or, it does have to do where you grew up and how you grew up. Also, your um, you know class has yeah. to do with it because if you are someone who might be uh, more on the poorer side of things, the 70s, 80s, they're not going to look that different. Yeah. Just like the clothes we might wear, you know, we're not going to be all, um, you're not going to have the newest car, the newest appliance, or whatever it might be. So the pictures, of course, yep. might span, it would be, yeah, normal. Yeah. I, to me, I look at pictures from the 80s and 70s, and they merge together in my mind, too. Yeah. I grew up I was born poor. in 1973. I grew up were you really? poor as well. Yeah. October of 73. My brother was 75. My sister's 79. My husband's your age. So then, is there any kind of, like, decade that you, I don't know if I want to say identify with, but is, like, more of a... Uh, really like, like, 1490s, you know? Really? really uh, yeah. <laughs> Plague, okay. you know, yeah. Yeah. Columbus, he was yeah. a hunk. Right? I mean, all that, I don't know. You loved it. No, God. I'm <laughs> smallpox and... Santa yeah, Maria. Right? Rape. Yeah. I mean, you know, can I say that? Um, I don't know how... No, I don't, I don't know think what I'm trying I, to say. I don't, like, no, I don't, I don't have a um, an affinity for a certain time of the past. I, I mean, I like swing dresses from the 40s, and I like music of different times. And I mean, there are aspects of... I'm more of a... I'm a filthy casual. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a, a commitment to any one style or decade. Yeah. yeah. Plus, Foghead is timeless. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, great. I'm glad we played some. Sure. Can I just say, 
that if you didn't ask me, but I'll answer it. My favorite time was, uh, I don't know, like 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. If I had to choose. Nice intro. Yes. Me too. What happened? What happened? Well, it's funny you ask, Ton, because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five count history. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would pay an extra Patreon fee just to have like a 30 minute segment of Dustin just reading the 10. Oh, wow. I would. I just, it's what my time period part. do you think you would be most interested in? Because I could make that happen. Uh, I don't know. Surprise me. I, <laughs> I mean, what do you. I don't even know. I don't even remember what I was doing 10 years ago. No. That's mostly yeah. why we do this. Yeah, exactly. Segment. It's fun. It's for me yeah. to figure out what. Yeah. People think it's because we're just rehashing things and killing segments, and that's not true at all. No. It's because no. Ton has a very bad short and long term memory. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've damaged it. Yeah. Okay, so what happened? Uh, well, August 27th, 2011 mm. was 10 years ago. This was a special two-hour edition of The Five Count, back when it was only a one-hour program. Tony, you'll appreciate this. Uh, during the first hour, we went on an amazing adventure with Pac-Man. Oh, oh, no. Remember that? Yes, I remember it. It was the worst show of my life. I remember hating it. Ah, uh, you weren't even here for the first hour. I remember you no-showed. <laughs> Probably because I knew what was going to happen. I had already heard the record. Well, I just know I was there alone, sharing some laughs, making some friends. We're going to have another <laughs> onion moment in a few in a few here. Okay, so what happened? What We played the Pac-Man. It was the Pac-Man record, right? Right, right. I can't, I can't even... What's a Pac-Man record? It's a record about Pac-Man. Yeah, it's terrible. Like from the cartoon? Like yeah, you know. Car- yeah. He takes the fruit and scoots. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That kind of Take thing. Take the fruit and scoot. You wave it off. Like, That's well, like what how is the guy sings. It's terrible. Listen, I give you credit on the Donkey Kong record. That has, <laughs> That is way better. Way better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Tom, there was a second hour, as I mentioned. You've been threatening to play more. He has more Pac-Man records, and he's been threatening I have for the worst years. record collection maybe ever. Ooh. I mean, the rarity factor yeah. is up there. It's very high-level rarity, but okay. uh, it's uh, it also happens okay. to be rare stuff that completely sucks. <laughs> Most of the... Just kidding. Is that just the, the Pac-Man? Uh, just the Pac-Man. I mean, if you were to come over and say, "Hey, like let me look at your let me look at your vinyls," yeah, what do you got in here? Do you got any got any Dylan? Got any <laughs> Flying Burrito Brothers? You'd got say, any Jandek? You'd say no, no. No. Got the Donkey Kong record. But look at this. He does, yeah. yes. I've yeah. got 87 Burl Ives records. <laughs> I've got 76% of the kid stuff records. That's what he's got. Uh, I love it. All right. Oh. Ton, How listen. about that second Continue. hour, though? What happened? Uh, well, I'll let, since you asked, <laughs> we had an exclusive interview with actor Alex Winter. Oh. You, you may know him as Bill S. Preston Esquire. Yeah. Hmm. Awesome. He was in The Lost Boys. Yeah, I like that guy. And Death Wish 3. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's a good one. And that was uh, 10 years ago. He was talking about the possibility of a third Bill and Ted film. Mm. And now here it is. And it happened. What did you guys think of that? It was okay. I didn't get oh. to watch it all yet, honestly. Oh, okay. Should we I spoil watched it? about half of it just literally like two nights ago I started watching it. Sounds like a lie to me. Coincidence, yeah. It's really not a lie. It's serious. I stopped watching to start recording. Okay. okay. You were inspired. I was something, yeah. I don't know. It was just like the time felt right. Sure. Listen to this. 
says here we asked him about the possible whereabouts of the shirtless sax player from the Lost Boys. Yes. And then, like, a couple of years ago, we had Tim Capello, yes, shirtless sax did. player from the Lost Boys, on the show. Awesome. You guys are incredible. That's, Game full I mean, how circle. do you do it? That's how called do do it? full circle, yeah, my friends. Yeah, how do you do it? Wow. Incredible. That's a good time. Mm-hmm. That was 10 years ago in five-count history. Wow, 10 years crazy. ago, I was... Um, on Cannon Beach in Oregon, where the Goonies was filmed, the final scene oh, of the Goonies. Yeah. yeah. And you see the rocks. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's awesome. That's where I was. I was right on that beach. That's, yeah. Huh. Did you meet Ann Ramsey? Uh, no. Bummer. Um, then were that, you really there? Is that. <laughs> oh, yes. Ann, oh, sorry. I was thinking of someone completely different. Of course. No, I did not meet her. You were thinking I of the racist woman who makes the pottery, the potting stuff? Who's that? Like Paula Dean? Paula Dean, that's who, yeah. Oh. No. Anne Ramsey. Anne Ramsey is um Chef Ramsey. Mama from the train and and the yeah, yeah. Big bad mama from Goonies. But I thought you were speaking about I forget her name now, but she wrote Ramsey's the Dam and she also wrote all those mm. terrible vampire books. Mm, I don't remember that person's name. I appreciate you assuming I'm a person who would read those, but I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Thank you for assuming I'm someone that would read. <laughs> yeah, you were way off. That was that. Although that bingo game that we played the other day, someone did say one of them was, "I've read at least one book this year." And there were three people in the room that crossed their arms and shook their head and said, "Yeah." Mm. I respected that. You know. Yeah, good for them. Because I know half the room was lying. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yes, I've read a book. Sure. Uh huh. Sure. Okay, Cindy. <laughs> yeah, okay, Cindy. Cindy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Have you had bad experiences with Cindy's? No, I'm just... You just threw it out there. Yeah. I've only known one Cindy, and <clears throat> she wasn't very great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Brady? I would have been on board with mm-hmm. you if you would have said yes. Sure, sure. Well, law of averages, you know. Hey, do you know anything about why um, Karen gets such a bad rap these days? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like that came out of nowhere. I didn't it's even know that Karen's were... name. Just a generic yeah. white lady. Okay, Karen, there's like that's everywhere now mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you've got your finger on the pulse of what was popular like two years ago. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. No, no. That's you're really good at saying these days or lately about yeah. things that have been in the zeitgeist for a while. He's well, doing his best. He's doing his yeah, best. He's, he's, there busy. Was a he's a busy man. He's got his head down and, uh, you know, he's making his art and I respect that. He's from the Midwest. I am. He's yeah, a bit behind. He is, he is from around here. Well, how do you really keep <laughs> up with all the stuff? Honestly, uh, I work at a college. Okay, and sounds I, exhausting. And and my my husband's from the internet. So. From the internet, yeah, he's from the internet. Like a mail order wow. thing, sort of. Yeah. Cool. Wow. I did. I did meet what? him when he was very very young, and I threw him back, and I said I can't. And then five and a half years later, I wow, I got him back. <laughs> I did. Wow. I threw him back and told him to go to college and. You know, yeah, go off. It's dedication. Yeah, right. Go figure that out. Yeah, go go figure it out. And now look at us. Got a house. Got a kid. That's amazing. Doing good, right? Coming up on fifteen years or so. I'm not even sure how many layers we've peeled back tonight, but it's been fantastic. Wow, fifteen years. I'm a complex man too. You know, fourteen years. You are. Yeah, you really are, Dust. You Just really don't always is. share things. Uh-huh. I, I'm an overshare, so yeah. I think That's we're right. all onions. I'm know, an undershare. Special way, ways, you know. Yeah, yeah. I like sure. it. Sure. What are we talking about? Underwear. Underwear. Oh. Under under. Never touch the stuff. I don't know. 
something. Dilly bars? You don't touch underwear? Hey, thanks for that dilly bar, whoever was the ice cream king. It was my idea. You're welcome. (laughs) Ton's like, what kind does she like? Banana or puke? And I was like, no, I think something with mint. Yeah, get the banana puke next time. It did happen, though, that I said... What do you think? What do you think Rachel likes? And he was like, "Mint," and I was like, "What? What did you say?" Mint, and I was like, well, "I can't." You're cutting out. I was like, "I have hearing guess. aids, and I can't hear you." And he crossed his arms and walked further back Good. in the store. Good for him. And I was like, Good "Dude, it's like figure it out." Sick man. of repeating. You've myself. got such a beefy voice. I do what that am I supposed day. to do? First of all, I do not sound like Sling Blade Swamp Thing yes. or whatever the wait, hell wait. that was. Who's Sling Bait Swamp? What's going on? I don't know. I'm saying his voice sounds like an elephant. Oh, I see. It was his imitation. Okay. Like, it's like low vibrational noises that only elephants can pick up is what his voice is sometimes. It's extreme. Ridiculous. I was going to say, right? Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is ridiculous. Right? He was born like this. He has no choice. Yeah, he, he has no choice. Born, born with the gift of the golden voice. All right. Just I'll ask my audiologist if she can... Tune my hearing aids. There you to go. Hear you I was going to say the dude at the hearing aid so is making much. the complaints here, and uh, I don't know. Actually, one is a professional that did not go to Brown, but yes. self-taught. I mean, you really know, high, right? High quality. Yeah. High quality. Actually, that is a big misconception. Here's to the I've yeah. talked to some other people that have hearing aids, and we still have hard times hearing or understanding certain things. And everybody goes, "You have hearing aids. You're supposed to hear everything." And I'm like, "Dude, yeah, that's not right. what that means. Yeah. What mm-hmm. exactly?" Mm-hmm. You have crutches. You should run faster. I said what because I was pretending. Doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Hey, (laughs) Tom. Thank you so much. I don't know what we were, what we would even do without you. First of all, but thanks to Dusty, you did end up with a mint chocolate dilly bar. Thank you. Yeah, nice. So that was nice. He wanted like butterscotch chili puke, and I'm like, I don't think anyone likes that. (laughs) I didn't say any of those things. (laughs) I really did not, but. You know, I couldn't hear well. him because every time he talks, he's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Only dogs can hear you. Just the dog and elephant show. Yes. yes. And I was like, what the hell's your problem? So then he walked way Sophia, further away. Sophia, put dad on the phone. <laughs> further away and then got higher pitch. <laughs> puke butterscotch. <laughs> I'm making a puke butterscotch candy for you for Christmas. Oh, Day. dude. Have you had the the puke and vomit flavored jelly <laughs> jelly beans? Have you had these? This is a real question. I don't I don't this know if I've talk. had that specific flavor, but I have been exposed to the bamboozled yeah. or the yes the bamboozled, bamboozled or whatever they're called. Disgusting. Um, yeah, and the Harry Potter bots. ones. Yeah, yeah. I have yes. I I have pretended to eat them along with friends and and children, but. I don't actually put anything in my mouth. You're like, you know? exactly. Oh. It's like sleight of hand. Yeah, right. You know, God, yeah. You Whoops. Are it's in your ear. Yeah. Like, really awesome. You know, like, wow. So I need to come here every day and get my ego stoked by all this. Just keep telling me how awesome I am. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> I never even thought about sleight of handing those damn jelly beans. I just keep eating them and they suck. And then I'm sitting there going like, oh, this is vomit. Do I really have to swallow this? And the kid's like, yeah, you do. You hate it. And I'm like, oh. And then I just listen to him. Damn. See, I'm of the mind that I never have to swallow anything that I well, don't want to. So, yeah. Just good. spit it out. Just spit it out if you don't like it. Yeah. Come on, Tom. Right? I'm, I'm happy yeah. for it. Thank you. <laughs> should have figured that yeah. out by now. I will I slide a have. hand those uh, jelly just beans. anything. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I once made what I call the backyard special. <laughs> This is pretty good. Wait, are we talking about what you were talking about or what she was talking about? <laughs> what I was, like, what I was talking page? about? Jelly beans. It was the I I, I combined uh, earthworm oh, with and, dirt oh, and okay, grass. Dirt. Okay, all right, that's special. cool. All right, okay, okay, respectable. I think that my my child would think that that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. so I'm gonna try to do that if I ever come. If your across kid wants to hang out or whatever, just let me know. Yeah. Okay. Jelly okay. beans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just you know, I'll tell them. Hey, you want to go hang out? There's like dilly bars and disgusting earwax jelly beans, and he'd be like, "That's amazing." Yeah, yeah, he would definitely. Like you're getting on my nerves. Just go hang out with Ton. He's got some real gross jelly beans <laughs> yeah. and puke flavored right. dilly bars, and it's going to be great. You guys can listen to Minecraft Roblox music whatever. together, and yeah. yeah, whatever he wants to play. Yeah, there's a song about raining tacos. Raining it's tacos. raining tacos. Cheese, oh. cheese, cheese. I don't know that at all. Wow. I, didn't, I don't yeah. actually know uh-huh, all the words. Uh-huh. But. Mm. Well, my daughter and I were listening to the Bee Gees on the way to daycare this morning, mm. so that was good. Okay. okay. And I can tell when she's getting serious, because she's when she likes it, because she's like me, and she, she literally had her, her <laughs> unicorn shades on and sat there. She's feeling it. Like staring off into space, and I was looking at her through the rear view, and I was like smiling and like dancing and trying to drive mm-hmm, and like yeah mm-hmm. and whatever and BG's honey pie, and she goes, "Don't look at me, Dad." <laughs> like, okay, she's feeling it. Yeah, she and then it she was be, trying to listen yeah, to her hair alone. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I do that sometimes if I'm really feeling yeah. it. Then I'm like, oh, I gotta take this in, mm-hmm. and then I can rock afterwards. Like on my second go around, then I'm rocking. I'm usually fantasizing about Barry Gibb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like right now. Even. They had really I mean, great teeth, too, for that time period. The brothers Gibb uh, were a sight to behold. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So <laughs> when we get to daycare and when I when the music gets turned off and I go to get her out of her little car seat, then mm-hmm. I always ask her, so well, what did you think of that music? And then she, it's usually like a good, mm-hmm. you know, good. That's it. But this morning it was... That was great. Okay, she liked the Bee Gees. So and I was like, dude, yes. So what were you listening to? Classic, like, yeah. I mean, uh, we were listening to Jive Talking. Okay. Oh, on the way. Excellent. Okay. You know. All right. And and it was like respectable. That song kind of like eases in. Where at first it's kind of, it's that like rhythmic deal, and then a bass comes in, and it kind of sounds like it could go either way. Kind of a bit of a skiffle feel. Kids love skiffle. Yeah. <laughs> And the bass feels like you could go to a dark place with that bass line. You really could. But it doesn't at all. All of a sudden, it just picks up, and you're jive-talking with the Bee Gees, and it's like a fun time. Yeah. So all that to say, I completely understand her just wanting to take it Speaking of children's albums, uh, when I was five, I received the gift of Sesame Street Disco. Oh, yes. Um, And the Bee Gees uh, featured prominently on that album. Guess how many Sesame Street records I I have. I love that album. It's probably good. Four... Higher, Bob. Forty. <laughs> You're more in the ballpark. Oh wow! Okay, so you definitely have the one I'm talking about. Where you know, right? You, you, so probably Grover's on the front. Yeah, he knows doing, it. Doing and then, the, yes, and then on the back, there's like Bert and Ernie and somebody else in this in the pose, and then the BGs are behind the, the brothers. Wow. Are behind yeah. That yeah. sounds awesome, actually. I really. St- I really loved the Oscar the Grouch number on that album. It's called Trash. 
and it was like kind of dark. I mean, it was kind of, I really liked it when I was five. It I'd was like really to hear fun. it now. Did you know we had Oscar the Grouch on this program? No. It's true. Specifically, just Oscar. Well, he was also the voice of Big Bird. Carol right, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, wait, were you were you interviewing Spinney or were you was was specifically just asked acting as Oscar? Yeah, you know, he was um, in the twilight years of his uh, career, so I don't know if but that would have been great to just. Up? No. Can you just be Oscar the Grouch all right. the time? I didn't want to ask that, but if it had organically come up, we would have switched gears for yeah. sure. Better than Big Bird. I mean, I, sure. I mean, they both have interviewing their, their fans, Big Bird but. would have been a more simple interview. You just kind of yeah. like, hey, it's great, Oscar. I feel like he might surprise you if you if you had the right interview questions. You know, it might be more interesting. Who knows? He might have right. been a grouch. I mean, dude lives in a trash can. You know? <laughs> uh, dusty. Huh? Yeah. Anybody been a grouch? Yeah, yeah he is a father. <clears throat> he is a dad. What? Dusty is a dad. Oh, I thought you meant Oscar the Grouch. You get those jokes once in a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. My dad jokes. It's trying I'm, my best. Yeah. <laughs> you are I doing your best. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. <laughs> You're not trying. You are succeeding <laughs> at uh, your best. Tom, I got a question. Really? A five-count mailbag question. No way. I think we're... Should we just skip the next musical portion and go right on to the question and answer? I'm... Inquiring minds want to know. I, I want to know what's in Do what you got to do, man. It's from Billy Floyd Shouts. Oh, man. Uh, Here we go. A passionate man. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Ton, I uh, just want to preface this by saying we only have 10 minutes left in the show. Oh, boy. Here we go. For real. What do you make of YouTube celebrities, quote unquote, becoming top draws in boxing these days? Oh, boy. I personally <laughs> think they make a mockery of the sweet science, uh, and boxing cards are being built based on spectacle rather than skill. Is there anything and any hope for the boxing that I grew up with? Signed, Billy Floyd Shouts. WBA champ. Drama queen. Come on, Shouts. Dude, he's right, though. He's he's right. So here we go. Now remember Floyd what Shouts. I said, Tom. I know, I know I'm trying. A time crunch here. I'm like trying Should to... Should have asked in. this 40 minutes ago. I was reining in my my thoughts as you, you were You saying. into boxing or you... Uh... I do like boxing. That's why I have the... Um, the, 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 the dual... The gloves. The glove necklace. Um, yeah, my, my so... My grandpa was a boxer. Oh, that's awesome. He was the heavyweight champion of the armed forces during World War II. Oh, that is super BA. Yes. What a guy. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, has he's passed on? He sure has. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a long time, fifteen years ago. Yeah. Okay, he was an office like he was like older during World War. He was not eighteen, you know. He was an older person. Yeah, so. wow, that's really cool. Mm. And the and in that time period, probably when he was boxing, that is like real serious business. Like that, there was there's probably even instances where like it was. There was no amount, like it was unlimited rounds. It was like until a guy goes down and the yeah. guys back then were like, nah. yeah. <laughs> they were like, I will never go down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, a lot more dangerous for the boxers, obviously, but um, just a way, uh, really cool time. Uh, so anyway, Oops. yeah. Th- th- so to me, what Floyd Schultz is explaining and what is sort of happening in the boxing world right now, to me is like, it's really kind of disgusting and it really is like disrespectful to people like your grandfather then well, I would say. I mean I have so many questions but I know I'm I'm being conscious of the time here but 
So this is just self-starting people funding themselves. What does he mean, YouTube so celebrities? There is these it's like Screech versus Horshack. No, there's the <laughs> there's these Paul brothers, Jake Paul, Logan Paul. Okay. Um, they are humongous uh, YouTube people. Okay. So what do you call them? Influencers or okay, whatever. Sure. So they have millions of followers on YouTube. Yeah. And um. They have like uh, one of them. I forget which one. It so even one of was. them decided he wanted to be a boxer. Yeah, they, he, one of them is like way more in shape than the other one, and one of them is like really into MMA. And um, the one who's really in shape and does like a lot of videos, like "Hey, I'm shirtless and I'm on an island and blah blah blah," you know. Um, and they're like, uh, they like make millions from doing this stuff, like just from being. Yes, I'm familiar YouTubers. with YouTubers. Yes, right. So shirtless on an island, I yeah. Can yeah. <laughs> and they're really good at uh, at like being dramatic and and like pissing people off and 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 stirring up you know drama and creating that, which then creates you know people gravitate to that garbage. So um, w- one of them, the one that just like looks prettier shirtless. Um, actually got a deal made and fought uh, Floyd Mayweather, who's considered like possibly the greatest of all time. Right. <laughs> I mean, well, so and it was so, like a celebrity stunt kind of match, or yes, he, he did it for yes. But so a very obvious, or? like no, 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 they did it for their own bank accounts for sure. So, um, why would so Mayweather Floyd, participate well, in because this? Floyd? He wants the, is also about the money. Yeah, I mean he's been retired for exactly. a long time. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, sure. And he's like, whatever. I like to say everyone needs a Coke movie. I mean, yeah. they do that now and then. Yeah, something but dumb. The thing is, when they started promoting it, I'll say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the other brother got involved, and they just all like they they caused like a ruckus. Like there was a thing where the other brother came and like stole stole Floyd's hat off of his head, and then Floyd got like super like you know angry and was like you know who you're messing with and all this and even was like i'll kill you you know like crazy uh-huh, like uh-huh. you know what i mean like way over the top sure to to get people going like oh this sure. is gonna so be pretty a real soon they're shouting like and, jerry jerry yeah like, like whatever dumb, and, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then people are talking on the internet of like no 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 logan might actually and he's been trained and then there's like a video of like logan's been training and he's got a real and then there's like a coach who's uh, like listen i only train winners and logan really is whoa and and okay. then they're showing you know video footage and then a guy who has actually watched any boxing at all is like dude no like he he has zero like you can't train mm-hmm. in six months and, right. and right. fight a guy who's been fighting right. his entire life. Yeah, and 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 then also he's like much larger than than Floyd. You know, he has like a lot of weight advantage on him. So you know that's how they generate these people. It's like r- real people who are interested in Floyd. I shouldn't say real people. Real fans of boxing. We'll yeah. call them real, meaning like mm-hmm. they've been mm-hmm. fans of I the understand. thing for a long time. And then you have these other people who are fans of the YouTube thing and just want to see them succeed. And then so suddenly you got to fight because then there's people willing to pay for that and willing to watch it and whatever, you know, they're mostly the YouTuber people. Sure. And so there's probably a lot of people that argue like, 
well, it's all good. What do you mean? It's money in the, into the sport and it's getting it, it exposed to other people mm-hmm. and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But it's like, it's not real. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not, this is a thing. Like where, wrestling. Yeah. Very sick. Exactly. Yeah. It's going more t- that direction. And it, But I think it shouldn't be that direction. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Sure. Okay. And there's another one where the, I tell um, you, I used to tell my grandfather this, and he would get angry. I can't take boxing seriously unless they're going to do it Olympic style and wear some gear. Okay. I mean, come on, what's with what's with literally stop? It's just it's disgusting. So I, you I, you think there should be gear? Like I think you should wear headgear. Yes, I don't think that we should be pounding each other's faces and turning yeah. each other's ears into cauliflower. No. Um. So did you know that this year is the first year? There's no more gear even in the Olympics. In the Olympics. There's so no gross. more headgear. So, but I, I feel the same way about most sports, though. That's why I bought yeah. out. You know, a boxing. Yeah. Forget it. Forget this. So, Forget I don't want to kill anyone. A right. guy, Come though, on, you know, like Floyd. Deadly weapons. A guy like Floyd, since we were mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. this directly. Floyd Jouts? No, Floyd Money Mayweather. Oh, okay. That's, he would most definitely argue and probably a lot of other people would say that's part of like learning the sweet science yeah, I, like, I, oh, it's the me, act I've, of not I've getting it hit all. right yep, i've heard it all yep and he really doesn't get hit mm-hmm. really that guy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um but yeah most of it is just clobbering the, <laughs> that <guy laughs> <each other> right <laughs> so but yeah so anyway that's what floyd Childs is talking about sure Sure. I yeah, don't know. Just, just keep it in your weight class, guys, yeah. I guess. Just keep it in your totally. weight class. Yeah. Keep it in your weight class. Take it seriously. Mm. There's a lot of problems in boxing right now. So oh, yeah. There's yes. a lot of problems. Yeah. Yeah. So, Floyd Shouts, you know, thank you for the question. And uh, finally, we get to agree on something. Hey. Okay. There's the bonus That's right nice. there. It's nice. Bonus. Thank you so much, Dusty, for being on this program. Hey, thank you to Roger Earl from Fog Hat for being on. Yes. Eight Days on the Road. That's a new Fog Hat album. You could buy it right now. Pick that up in vinyl yet? I'm working on it. Saving up. I make no money doing this program, (laughs) and somehow I still do it. Come on. You guys must have made tens of dollars by now. We bought that Dilly Bar. That was six (laughs) years profit out the window. That's the problem. You guys written in your journals yet? (laughs) <laughs> Michael brought me one so I could write down my ideas mm-hmm. for when I came on the show. He's, I'm like, you need one too. So that is no, I awesome. Have a matching, I have a matching one. Yeah. I hate to say, but the program's over. Sad. You could go to the fivecount.com if you're really lonely and listen to 700 other episodes, like 1,500 plus hours of ton. Can you That's even imagine? Can you stomach lot. it? Probably not, yeah. but I don't know. Give it a try. I think I might randomly choose a date. Just yeah. go back and just start checking you guys out. out. Mm-hmm. There's even more on Patreon. Exciting. The early episodes from like the first five years, oh, the real obnoxious yeah. Were you guys rough back then or just noisy? Real obnoxious. Okay. Real okay. obnoxious. I might have to go check that out. I was like a different person. Of course. And both of our voices were totally different. Okay. It's like weird listening to sure. it now. Sure. You'll have to You're go men back. now, but you were just boys back then. It's Big time. Mm-hmm. Big time. Mm-hmm. Hey, rest in peace, Tom T. Hall. Front desk, Rachel. Will you be here next week? Uh, Stay tuned to find out. You don't have to at all. (laughs) See ya. Bye. Now, boys and girls, turn the record over. Loud, super loud techno. It's awesome.